Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. everybody we are scrubbing in this is not becca tilly's voice you are correct we are sans becca today this is tanya's voice tanya is speaking becca is not feeling very well so out of an abundance of caution i said stay home get some rest we have chelsea handler on today i have vibrators to talk about so we are just going to hold down the fort mark easton and myself and Chelsea Handler a little bit later. I mean, what a better trio to talk vibrators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like so bummed. So over the weekend, Beck and I were, um, we were actually going with JoJo to look at her wedding dresses that she had picked out, like trying on and stuff like that. And I, my, my old vibrator that I've talked about on this show before, it just died out of nowhere. And so I ordered a new one, but I didn't realize that it's not coming until September. And I was like, 
I can't wait. That's interesting that those would be backlogged. I know. And Becca was like, it's because we let the secret out of like which one we use. And now everybody's ordering them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, it wasn't coming until September. And I get like a little bit rowdy around my period. And so I was like, I can't wait till September. I need to go get this thing. Right. So we go to JoJo's wedding dress shopping. And then what more perfect way to round out the day than to go to a sex shop right after. So we go to um, this place and I just wanted to get my OG one that I know and like, right? We're with you, but we can't really comment much on this. It's very odd. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just wanted to, okay. So I was going to, I go and I'm like looking and I see the one that's like the new version of the one that I have, which is steady Eddie. I know it's good. I like it. And it's, it's not, you know, expensive. So I was like, okay, I'm getting, have you named it steady Eddie? I haven't named it steady Eddie, but I'm going to steady Eddie. Um, and then there was this other one that was there and we walked by it and it says like multi award winning, you know, whatever. And it's like expensive (laughs) and it's supposed to do all these things. And so I was like, I need to get that. And as a multi award winner, you thought you deserve that. Exactly. As a multi award winner myself. So I get both of them and I try them both out. And guess what? I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Just be labels don't mean Jack because I'm going to tell you my steady Eddie, just steady as Eddie can be. And the multi award winning one is nothing, did nothing for me. And I'm pissed and I want my money back. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Steady Eddie arrived early? No, no, no. I went and just got the new the new version of it. That's oh, you, just like you got two of them from that store. Correct. Okay. So you correct. still have one on order? Are you going to have a backup? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, okay, the more sure, the merrier, yeah. you know, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Did you go to like a, a sex shop, like a proper, se- like the, a pleasure chest style place? <laughs> yes. Did it have a funny name? No. It, honestly, that had like no name. It was like the sketchiest uh-huh. building on the outside. Like it was so sketchy on the outside. Inside it was clean and nice, but I'm not going to lie. Seeing some things in there were very disturbing to me. Ha- have you been to many of those places before? <laughs> no, I've gone to a couple to get like bachelorette stuff, you know? So uh-huh. I've gone and I've gotten like penis straws and just like things to like, to, as one would. Um, to get things like that, but I've never really like explored different sections of it. Like usually the, the, the bachelorette stuff is kind of like by the cash register. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've never really like kind of like walked the halls, if you will. You don't browse. No, not a browser. Yeah. So it was definitely a different experience. And I was just like, what is this? I have two questions. Number one, what device did you find the creepiest or the oddest or most disturbing? There's a a doll that is says she's 92 or 82 pounds, five foot two, and she's a blow up. And like you can. Yeah. Yeah. Disturbing. Yeah. Disturbing. She had a name. That's a, that's a deal breaker when that's in a guy's closet oh. when you go back to his place. <laughs> if I ever saw that, I was I like, I don't even know. I actually was watching, you know, that show Dave with, um. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. And there's this thing that like <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's a toy that he uses and I literally was like, is that a real thing? And turns out it's a real thing. It, wow. And question number two, and then we have to bring in our, our guest. Um personal question. Yeah. 
This activity that we're referring to. Correct. Is it mandatory that there's a device involved or is that ever something you would do just solo? Yeah, I can't do it solo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> it's not a Sonsi situation, you know, like it's just, it's just not. And I wasn't with Red Star over the weekend. So girl, uh-huh. it's got to do what a girl's got to do. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I do. Yes. All thank right. you. Yeah. It's so different from the male experience, isn't it, Mark? It, it, it truly really seems to be. Is it? You know, Mars and Venus. It's really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it really? It's funny because I think that if a if a woman uses like a a device or a toy or something, it's, at least from my perspective, it's seen as like, oh, you're 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 empowered and you're taking charge of your sexuality and it's you know it's very cool like that. But if a man if a man buys like a product, it's like. I don't want to say it's frowned upon, but it's, it's like, I don't think any, I don't know if any of my friends have devices to help them. You know, usually it's just uh, yeah. rosy palms and five if fingers. Anybody had that doll, <laughs> I, I would just be like, dis, it was, it, I mean. But really any device would be sayonara. From, for a guy? Yeah. Cause yes, I don't know. If what a guy it, had a device to help him with that, bye bye. Yeah. I don't know what it would, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. This is a great question for Chelsea Handler. Well, let's take a break and get her in. All right. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. 
Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio exactly that's why 21 seeds infused tequila is a must-have 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit which means the flavors are built in so you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail 21 seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever yes 21 seeds is smooth fresh and tastes incredible And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. All right, we're going to bring in Chelsea Handler now. And I think that you're the perfect person to comment on what we were just talking about because, well, first of all, uh, your tour is called Vaccinated and Horny. So we're gonna, it's going to lean more on the horny side of things. Um, but we were talking about toys, vibrators, because I just went to the sex store and I bought my regular. First of all, welcome to the OR, Chelsea Handler. Wow. Well, that is quite the introduction. Thank you very much. Thank you for bringing up vibrators before, um, before anything really. I mean, let's start there. Yeah. We're going to start there. So I went and I bought my normal one that I, I, I like know is good and it's a little bit cheaper. It's not really that expensive, but I was like, okay, I'm going to, I need my old one died. And then I bought this other one that's because it said multi-award winner. And so I was like, it's a multi-award winner. I have to get it. It was like not cheap at all. And it was horrible. It was just like not what I wanted. I just keeping with my Steady Eddie, the one that I know is good. Which is what? It's called the Satisfier Pro. Oh, see, I didn't even know that they had all these names. And I can't believe that there are awards for vibrators. What a new era that we are living in. This is fabulous (laughs) for women and for men, actually, because they're probably using them too, right? I mean, who knows what everybody can use them. So that's what we were just talking about, because the the men were saying that it's a, it's kind of different when a woman has, a, you know, some sort of a, a device. It's like empowering and she's just, you know, doing what she wants. But if a guy had one, because I was saying when I was in there, I saw this like blow up doll that was it said like 82 pounds and five foot two and you can do whatever you want to her. And I was like, this is very disturbing. If I ever saw this in a guy's closet, I would run for the hill. Yeah, I think there are a lot of men out there that are like in a relationship with blow up dolls. 
I mean, have you ever like, like gone home with a guy or anything like that and like seen some sort of something that just like freaked you out and you're like, peace out? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely like left one night stands because of like, you know, braces hurting me once or something he did grow. Oh, I once saw an Hermes belt while I was fooling around or while we were kissing, I realized his belt was Hermes. And I was like, I can't do this. And I left. And I said, I said, at one time I left a one night stand and I said, I said, oh, I said, I have to get my Invisalign out of the car. And then I never came back. That was my best one. I was like, that's believable. <laughs> I have to get my Invisalign out of the car. When he said, and then when he said, can I come with, should I come with you? I was like, no, 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 no. I got it. I got this. I'm like, it's too embarrassing already. Meanwhile, I was like, when the hell, how quickly can I get the hell out of here? I've made up so many stories to get away from men and it, <laughs> rightly so. That is so good. I've never really done. I, so I've only had one, one night stand in my whole life because I just couldn't, I'm just like too emotionally like, um, I get too attached but oh. I'm, yeah. And I've, you know, it's actually really interesting because I just had therapy right before we started recording the podcast. And let me tell you, it was a lot of emotions. Like I had to start, like I had to like wipe off tears and fix my makeup before we started this. At, oh, wow. Yeah. Because I get well, really that's... into, um, I'm used to the pattern of men coming in my life and then just like loving and leaving. And now that I don't have that pattern anymore, it's like hard for me to accept it. You're hard for you to accept loving and leaving or hard for you to accept your new pattern? Hard for me to accept the love that I'm getting right now from my current oh, boyfriend. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. No, I copy that. I know all about that. Do you really? Well, yeah, because I don't have a lot of faith in men. So I just assume that, you know, it's going to be a disappointment. And I will usually force them to disappoint me before they are ready to disappoint me. So I'm, yes, I'm very familiar with that pattern. And it's good that you got therapy because I got therapy too. And it's to it totally changed me. <laughs> I mean, you know, you still have your old habits, but you try not to use them. Like you, you go, Oh, stop it. Like, you know, Oh, don't do that. Don't, don't say something right now. You don't need to, it's not important. Shh. You know, like all of those old habits are still there, but I think over time it just gets easier and easier to ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> But so you recognize that about yourself and you, you are like aware, do you, is that something that you're like actively trying to change or you're just kind of going with the flow? Well, I mean, I, I'm very judgy when it comes to men, you know, I have a history of being disappointed or in my mind abandoned by men. So I just, my brother died when I was a little girl, you know, my father kind of abandoned me after my brother's death. I have all those kinds of issues that kind of just live within, within, you know, within you forever. So all of a sudden you like, you know, why do I have such an attitude and a chip on my shoulder about guys until I went to therapy? I hadn't, I didn't know why I didn't. And now I do. I'm like, Oh, that, this is not your brother, you know? So it does work. It works. If you work it, it's just like AA. you have to take your therapy out the door with you every day. I have to wake up two hours early just not to be, a, you know, like I have to prepare to go out into the world and just, and I have to say to myself, like, like a mantra, don't be a bitch. Don't you are a bitch. Don't be one try not to be like it's so funny that you say that because I it's like I'm now coming to this realization in my life where like I was single for seven years 
and I was just dating, dating, dating. I would date people that lived in different states because I just didn't want to get attached. And now I'm like starting to realize why I did all that for so long because it was easier to just do that than to to like accept love into my life. Absolutely. And, you know, we can accept admiration or adoration, but we have a problem with love. So we like the attention, you know, like if you're, you know, you seem already similar to me, so I can already <laughs> diagnose you. I'm a professional I'm a medical professional, so I can pretty much diagnose and prescribe any medication I see fit. It's so good because like, but right now I do, I have this like amazing boyfriend who's showing up for me in so many different ways. And like, I get, I'm so terrified of it. Like I'm so scared. And I'm like, why is it so hard for me to just sit back and relax? And like, I can't. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta like give yourself your own kind of pep talk every day. Like you, do you meditate or anything like that? I used to, but I don't anymore. Well, you should start again or you, and, and at the very least, you should just say like, wake up every morning before you do anything and just say, take this love. Yeah. No, you're so like, right. I need to, it's almost like, love, write it down. Every time you rem- you can remind yourself that, you know, when you have an instinct to pull away, it's just a simple sentence. Take this love, you know? Yeah. I'll, I need that to say that to myself too, actually. I'm such a good pep talker. Are you, I know, are you dating right now? Are you, what's your situation? Um, you know, no, I'm not really dating. I'm just single kind of, you know, going on trying tour. to be trying to, yeah, well I'm on tour, so it's going to be hard to date, but I'm trying to be more open-minded about who I date next, you know, instead of it being like, having to look a certain way or act a certain way or, you know, like I don't, I want to be with somebody that, that like, you know, it's not like that where there is no fakeness or putting on airs or trying to impress where you just exist. Like it's magnetic and that's it. Great goal. If you ask me. Yeah. Goals are good. I don't have that. I guess that's my goal. I mean, I never make goals other than to be in the next Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah. As a hurler, a professional, I mean, no hurler. So that's vomiting a curler. Yeah. I was like, I've I've never heard of hurling before. Well, I'm sure they'll make it a sport. I mean, at some point they're going to have to. Yeah, I do. Actually, I did want to talk to you about Simone Biles because I feel like you've been really vocal about like supporting her. What's your take on her kind of bowing out right now? I think um, that that's, you know, really brave and, and it's an act of courage. And I think that, you know, the time we're seeing a lot of women having the empowerment to stand up for themselves in a way that a lot of female athletes and females in general haven't, haven't, you know, they haven't had or felt like they had the agency in the ways that women of color do now and athletes do now. And I think it's a real meaningful sign for society that, uh, and a modernization of the fact that we all have to accept mental health as an actual contributing factor to an athlete's performance and it needs to be taken seriously. And all of these antiquated athletic organizations need a fucking update. Mm-hmm. They need to update their rules and regulations and they need to respect the people who make the sport successful. You know, I, 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 I've met you before in, um, you were, you were like one of the first guests on the morning show on earth, Ryan Seacrest on like my third day. And Ryan, let me ask you a question and you, your advice that you gave me, it's like, I'm not even kidding you. And I tell you, I repeat it to every single person. I'm like the best piece of advice I ever got in my career was from Chelsea Handler when she said, there's room for everyone. Don't be competitive. And so I feel like you've always been like this, like 
mentor to me, even though we've never had like a relationship. Like I've always felt like you've been a mentor to me in, in the, in this career, because I just feel like you are one of those women who you're in this, this position. And I'm sure you've had to deal with stuff. I mean, obviously you're not an Olympic athlete one day you will be. Um, but you've been dealing with these same sort of pressures and in this same kind of role and having to kind of, you know, as a woman, you can't, I feel like also you weren't able to speak your mind and you had to probably do things that you didn't want to. And like, where did you get that confidence and that inner strength to really kind of step out and say like, no, I am going to march to the beat of my own drum. Um, I didn't, you know, I don't do that because I'm, I, I just, it's just natural to me. You know, it's like, it's just, it's my state of being is like, I, I don't want to be a follower. I don't want to follow, even though every human being is a follower, you know, I mean, we're all acting, we're all part of society. So we have to act in a certain way, but I mean, it's nice to have some original, it's nice to a stand up for stuff, you know, to put your neck out and say like, Hey, this is wrong. And, and to stick up for people and stand up for social justice and things. When you see something, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't ever be the girl that doesn't say anything. You know, I can't, I had dinner once with Woody Allen at this dinner and, and soon ye. And I was like, I mean, I not dinner with them. I was at a dinner party that they were also at. And I just kept thinking the whole time, like I cannot be the person that does not humiliate or embarrass him for sitting here and acting like he's on a date with his wife when he's sitting next to his daughter. Like I cannot be that woman. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to say something at the end of the dinner and I just asked him like, you know, how they met. It's just like, I, I feel like, um, it, I don't know how to like, were you ever, was it ever hard for you to be that way? Or do do you ever go back and forth? I mean, you know, sometimes it doesn't win you a lot of, you know, uh, it, it can like, people can get upset with that kind of behavior, especially, especially, you know, if you're direct and honest, a lot of people don't like that and it doesn't win over, you know, the masses necessarily. I, I, it's, it's, you know, it's either something that's for you or not. So I can't really speak to how it, you know, how people perceive it because that can't be my impetus for anything. Right. Like I am who I am and I'm going to be who I am. And I don't give a about a lot of things that's already well documented. (laughs) You know, I do give a about a lot of things too, but what people necessarily think of me or having confidence, you know, for me, taking risks has always, always yielded big rewards. And I like that. I like to, I'm a risk taker. I like adventure. I like to be impulsive. I like to not be safe. You know, that's my personality. And I've learned to lean into those facets of my personality instead of to be embarrassed by them or to overdo them. You know, I learned a lot in therapy about how to make my personality work with me instead of against me. You know, how to be on your own team, not to be sitting there in your head thinking negative things about yourself or to be beating yourself up when you do something that you're not proud of or that, you know, you didn't like, you know, having graciousness for yourself is meaningful for your relationships with everybody. Because when you're not hard on yourself, it's a lot easier for you to love everyone else. So true. It's so true. And I, so for your, for the tour, for vax, for the vaccinated and horny so wait, tour. Did we meet backstage in the, at the Mirage? 
No, no, no. You came. Uh, no, you didn't come in. You were a phoner. You called into the morning show and it was like my third day. And so it was all, everything was over the phone. And okay. Okay. I, cause someone that is so funny. Someone just said this to me who looks similar to you, similarly to you, blonde hair, blue eyes, kind of like the similar look. She was backstage at the, at the Mirage. And she, she said the same quote that you just said to me that there's room for everyone. Don't be competitive. Oh my God. So that means I, be, I was doling out that advice. Well, or, or like they, I've literally been doling it out for the last eight years. And I give you credit every time I say it, I'm like, I'll never forget. Chelsea Handler told me this Chelsea Handler. Told, I was like, say it all the time. It's like that one of those things where, and people ask you that all the time. They're like, what's the best career advice you've ever received? And I'm like, Chelsea Handler said this Chelsea Handler said like people that's like, no, like if you ask me that, that's going to be my, my answer. Thank you. I love that so much. You know what? It's so true though. It's so true because look at us now, like look at how many people of color are represented on television. And are there any less opportunities for all of us, there's more opportunities. There's more television. There's more streaming platforms. There's more content. You know, there's YouTube, there's Instagram, there's whatever, you know, there's OnlyFans. <laughs> there's something for everyone. We it's need to talk true, about launching I... my own. What we really need to talk about is launching my, my OnlyFans site, because how am I going to do that? Wait, do you want to do it? No, no, but I would love to do it just to be funny, but not be naked because that's since I'm naked all the time. Anyway, that's the only place I would choose not, not to, be to do it. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know, what's funny. They were, do- they were like trying to do like um, they wanted to bring people on board and make it seem like they want to go away from the naked part of it and make it more kind of, I guess, like a TikTok where people just post videos of things. And they're like, you could do a cooking show. I'm like, I'm not getting on OnlyFans and <laughs> doing a cooking show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true because I feel like, especially in that time, I remember I was brand new into like this industry and I wasn't met with open arms. And I feel like I had, you know, I used to do this thing where I would like zip myself up in this cocoon of just like, I was like, my energy is just going to be zipped in this cocoon. I'm not going to let any of the negativity like enter my space. And it's so funny because over time, the, the dynamic and the, I feel like the culture is shifting in that sense where like women are wanting to help each other more and they're not being so, um, single. Yeah. It's not a zero sum game anymore. You know, when I was on Chelsea lately, you know, we had so many comedians on all the time and all I knew was like, I always just wanted to share the, the spotlight. It wasn't about me. I mean, it was of course, because it was my show. But really what I wanted was to hang, hang around with my friends and have a good time and be able to amplify all these people, you know, who weren't, you know, on TV yet, you know, people like Fortune Feimster, people like Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish and Joe Coy and all those people. I, Sarah Colonna, who's still, you know, one of my closest friends, Jen Kirkman, all these really talented comedians, you know, I loved sharing that and uh, with people like I'm a, I'm a party girl. I want to have a party. So Mm -hmm. it's in my nature to be generous like that. Right. Yeah. But when you do share the spotlight and then you can enjoy and see what that spotlight helps somebody accomplish, you know, you, it's a really, really gratifying feeling. So by sharing your spotlight, however big or small it is, it yields such reward and personal kind of you know, so much pride and self-esteem, you know, you were able to not make it all about yourself. And in in that act, you were able to help someone do something else. 
And if we could all apply that a little bit more, especially in this industry, right? Because it's so competitive and it's hard not to get competitive, especially with social media, you know, and what it does to our psyches and our self-esteem and, and all of that. So you got to stick to the basics of being like a decent human being and being a powerhouse because it is powerful to share your light. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's so true because I think also, too, you know, if let's say you're going for a certain gig or something like I remember um, Becca's obviously not here, but she got this this gig. That is something that I would have wanted to do. Like it was like something that I would, I would have dreamed of doing. She got it. And I like gave her cupcakes the morning uh, or the night before she was going to do it. And I just said, good luck. Like, I'm excited to watch you. Da, 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 and was like, just like so cheering her on. And she's like, I'll never forget how supportive you were. Even like I knew that that was something that you would want to do. And you were still just like first and foremost, like my friend and supportive. And I was like, of course. And like, I think too, you know, that wasn't necessarily meant for me. And like something that was meant for me opened up shortly after, you know what I mean? It's like, we're not meant to go down every single door that we think we are. And there's like something that's meant for all of us. And I think it's like, it's almost human nature to be like, Oh, well, why didn't I get that opportunity? Or what did they not see in me? But it's like that, that was her, that was her thing. And that's, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think that your words like really had that impact because the culture was just so different at the time. You know, like I was getting a lot of you know, she got this job. She doesn't even do this. She doesn't know how to do this. She's so green. Da, da, da. Course, and it was just like, made me feel insecure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've been through that. I went through that with one of my girlfriends, you know, uh, who, uh, when we were coming up together, when she got opportunities and I didn't, I was like, wait, what? I, you know, and I had those feelings of jealousy and, you know, those are natural feelings to have that you can't beat yourself up for having them. You just don't want to ever act on them. Right. You want to act like you did with your friend with kindness and love and be like encouraging and understand that, you know, what you said is exactly right. We don't we don't know what we don't know. There's a lot at play in this world that we just don't see, we can't hear, and we can't understand. Whether it, you believe in the universe or God or religion or whatever you're into, you know, there's a lot happening. You know, when people say everything happens for a reason, I roll my eyes like, oh, please, like I doubt, I doubt. But who knows what the hell is up? Why do you run into a friend from high school at, at an airport in Detroit in the women's bathroom at the same exact moment? Like, you know, when the whole world is moving around with 300 million people in this country, how, how do things like that happen? Yeah. So, yeah. so I try not to act like I know something that I don't because I don't know, you know, but everything, when you do miss an opportunity, I always, that is always good advice to, you know, to, to have and to give people, I think is, is to know that like, it's just not everything is meant to be. And the more you accept your losses, the quicker you get to the wins. Yeah. Like the more you struggle with your losses, the slower the wins will happen. Yeah. It's so, I mean, like literally, do you understand how everything you are? Oh, come on. No, do you? Like, I feel like I just want to ask you like all the questions that I just, I haven't like, like, um, have you ever dated somebody where you make more money than they do? Yes. It, is yes. there, is there a dynamic shift? Like, do you feel like that is like yeah, hard? Yeah. Well, see, I, I have very male dom. like I have male energy. So, so I like for me, yeah. When, when, when you have the, like, I like to be like, you know, I don't want to ever rely on anybody. Yeah. I, don't, I yeah. like to rely on myself. I'm my best bet. Right. So I just like to keep everything clean. Like I don't want a man 
you know, I, what we talked about earlier, I think applies to this. So yes, I have dated and I, and I handled it wrong every single time. Um, and I have, I think I've dated guys who made more money than me, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think I know if they did, but I definitely didn't handle it with a plum. So I would say, uh, for, for those kinds of situation, you know, money shouldn't really, really be that much of a factor in a relationship, even though it tends to be. Yeah. It, yeah. It's interesting. Cause I've had some, you know, friends at recently, uh, kind of going through that dynamic shift where like they're married and the husband was like the breadwinner. And then now it's like flipped and the relationship is completely different and they're married. And she's just like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm stuck, but this isn't the relationship that we had five years ago. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's also a real, you know, when men don't provide and like are able to support us financially or women financially, when they, especially when they have, you know, that's a really difficult thing for a man to go through. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and it's a difficult thing for a woman to go through for different reasons. Uh, but I would like to think money wouldn't matter, but let's be honest, it does matter. You know, you do think about those things, especially when you're making a lot of it. Um, so I don't really have a good, I don't have any good advice for that other than to try not to be, (laughs) try not to be generals, my advice. (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. And then I, I also kind of wanted to um, get your take on weddings. Like, did you, were you ever that girl that was like envisioning her wedding one day? No, not at all. My prom, I envisioned my prom one day, but like, I always envisioned a wedding, like to be something really small and romantic, just like if I were ever to feel that, you know, uh, passionately about doing it, I have you know, there have been moments where I've contemplated getting married. Usually they involve drugs like ecstasy, but I, one boyfriend proposed to me while we were on ecstasy. And I was just like, even on ecstasy, I just was like, Oh my God, he's such an idiot. I had to say yes. Cause it was the moment. But the next morning I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here before he thinks we're getting married. You know, like no way could I marry this guy ever. And then another boyfriend I lived with, the guy I dated when I was on my show, Chelsea Lately, my old, old show uh, on the E! Network, was my boss, Ted Harbour. And he was like, you know, that was like my first big love. But even then, I never wanted to get married. I just felt, I feel, and I, you know, everyone's allowed to do what everyone wants to do, but I feel like marriage is, is a bit outdated. The Constitution is antiquated. We don't need to get married, you know, to, to love, be in love with somebody. And then you bring children into it. I think the, the laws are antiquated. You know, people should just be able to have kids and fucking name them whatever they want, first and last name. So all of it to me is embarrassing because they've built an industry out of embarrassing people, you know. And I think at a certain, I don't want to be an ageist, but for me, like I'm 46 if I decide to get married, it's going to be a very, very small affair. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to have a bunch of brides. One of my friends once like, you can't have bridesmaids after you're 40. I'm like, hello, you shouldn't <laughs> have a wedding after you're 40. She's like, well, that's ridiculous. Some people want to get married. I know. But also, I do want to go on the record and say this. Every time I've declared that I would never do something, I've done it. So if I do get married, you should play this back to me. Yeah, I was gonna say, or I can, I'm, um, what's the word? I'm uh, officiated. 
I'm ordained. Uh, oh, are you an officiant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can officiate if you'd like. Oh, oh, excellent. Perfect. Great. I guess that's perfect. Why don't we just take care of that now? Let me get somebody on the line. On the line. <laughs> no, but it's it's so it's so funny because I was that girl. Like I always pictured like my wedding day and like all, you know, the, the doves and the butterflies and all that stuff. And like I'm 34 now. And even just like the thought of the money that goes into a wedding, I'm like, I'd rather like buy a house or like, I'm just starting to think that way now. Yeah. I think that's smart. I think that there's think I think that's a cool way to think of it because it's not, you know, it's, it's basically almost you're having, it's more intimate. It's more, it's quieter, right? Yeah. There's a lot less pressure when there's a lot less involved and it's more authentic. And like, for me, if I were ever going to do that, it would be, it would, it would be a very small thing. Like, you know, that's what my girl, one of my girlfriends did that during the pandemic. She just had very intimate with her family and they're going to do like a one year vow renewal and have like a big party. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, getting married during a pandemic is one way not to invite a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then I do want to talk about, because you're on tour right now, vaccinated and horny. And so when you go on tour, you're kind of like your own boss, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you get to decide so. what you, where you go, what you, what jokes that like you get to decide everything, right? Yeah, yeah, I get to decide that. I mean, I write my own material, so this tour is really fun because you know I love being a reason for people to come back together. I start, I'm kicking it off at the Santa Barbara Bowl, which is August 21st, which is an awesome and an awesome venue, and I can't even believe I'm playing it. So I'm so excited, and then I'm going around the country for the next year. I mean, I've announced the first half of the tour, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm my own boss on the road, and I'm into stand up in a way that I haven't been into it in a long time because I took a long break because I was just burnt out and not. You know, I didn't think I had anything to say. And now I do. I have lots to say. And especially after COVID, it's like, let's get the party started, shall we? When you were in that break, is that did you write a lot of your books in that time? Uh, in what? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I wrote two of my books during my uh, my when I stopped doing stand up. And then my last book, uh, what's it called? Life Will Be the Death of Me. Well, I, you know, I, st- I went on tour for that as kind of a speaking tour where different celebrities would interview me in different cities, like Natasha Leone did New York, uh, Leah Remini did LA, like, you know, kind of stuff like that. And halfway through that tour, I just got to, I was like, wait, I need to do tell these stories. These, this is stand up again. These are, even though this book is, you know, the deepest thing I've ever shared with anyone and a real kind of like insight to my therapy experience and my you know, my, um, experience losing my brother at a young age, I was able to turn all of that into, a, you know, a one hour special. And I turned it, you know, I started doing it as standup and then it, and it became a one hour special, which is on HBO max now called evolution. But it made me come back to stand up in a way that I, it was in the most kind of authentic way, telling a really, really, hard story, but trying to make it hilarious. And so then after I did that, I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm back on stand up. You know, this is so this is a new tour. And I just love it again. And I'm so happy to love something again. Yeah, that's important. And I think also when it's something that you love, and it's authentic to you, I think it shines through and like people can really see that. And I know, I know that you talked, you said that you don't really make goals, but you know, you've done so much in your career. Like I, you know, you've, you've not been your own boss at times of your career. 
And when you, when you don't make goals, but I to me, like from an outsider, you just kind of keep going like this. Like you just keep upping your game. How do you keep doing that? If you don't set, cause I'm like a big goal person. I like, I make a vision board every single year. I like write it down on paper. And really, and how does that work out? Does that work out for you? The vision board, does everything come true? You know, it doesn't necessarily come true in the year that I do it, but like I save all of them from years past and I'll go back like, our podcast won a people's choice award. I actually think one year, I think we beat you. <laughs> no, I can't I, believe this. We were up against like the craziest names. Like Oprah was in the category and it was our first year. And our scrubbers, like our listeners are so like loyal and dedicated that they just voted like literally just every single day as many times as you possibly could. And we won it. And we were like the biggest no names on the bill. And so I had put like an award on one of my um, vision boards. And so two years later, we ended up winning the people's choice award. Did you just write an award? I, I, uh, I didn't write, write the word, but I cut out like a, like a trophy and put it on there. Oh God. So that involves like cutting and gluing. It's like crafts. Exactly. See, This is why I don't have a vision board because I've never ever been into crafting. Yes. But listen, that is awesome because I can't tell you how many people tell me that they have vision boards and then then those things come true. It's like, yes. But you don't do it and you don't make goals, but you keep like upping your game. So how, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? And how do you keep stepping up and outside of your comfort zone? Well, stepping outside of my comfort zone is, first of all, thank you. You're so sweet to give me all these compliments. Like, I just love it. Thank you. Um, and I, it's easy for me to step outside my comfort zone because it is my natural disposition. I like to be uncomfortable. I like to say things that are uncomfortable. I like to, I like to also, you know, like I like to provoke, you know, I'm interested in human beings and what they have to say. Like on my podcast, I have regular people calling in for life advice. Who the fuck am I to give anybody life advice? But I'm very passionate, like, you know, about actually helping people be better than they are or be braver, right? That's everyone's biggest thing. Everyone's fearful. Everyone's has a lack of bravery. So I like to set an example by being brave. That's the number one thing. I like to do that because it's easy for me to do. And I also like to make sure that I don't get too comfortable because then that's dangerous. Then I have too much money and too much free time and I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I love to say that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, be careful with that saying, you know, be careful with whatever you do and whenever you do it. So, uh, you know, a few years ago, my life changed in, in, in the way that I guess you could say therapy, you could say a combination of that, of Black Lives Matter, of coming to my own realization of how entitled and how, lucky my life has been just because, you know, I, a lot, because I'm white, you know, how, how much easier things have been for me. Mm -hmm. And through that realization, you realize that you need to make more of a contribution. You know, this isn't just a, a take, 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 how do I get more? How do I become more successful? It's about what do I, what do I do with the opportunities that I have and the privilege, you know, that I've, that I've, that I've come into or that I was born into, or that I've come into, however you want to phrase it. And so that has a big influence over what I do and how I do it. And I also feel like I have a responsibility to make people laugh. 
you know, the people that depend on me, like, and that love me and that have like been my fans forever. Like I want to deliver for them. I want them to be stronger and I want them to feel better, more confident. And I want them to be fucking laughing. And so that's just, that's where it stems from. It's that, it's yeah. that inner I mean, passion. It's an inner passion. And then you find out like, okay, what's my purpose in life, right? What am I? Am I, what am I supposed to do with my life? What is your purpose? And mine is to tell the truth. I tell the truth about everything that happens to me and I share it with everybody so that people know that they're not alone. So if I can make that funny, great. If I can make that meaningful, great. But I just have to make people remember that, you know, they're not the only ones. So true. I think that's like the biggest thing, especially right now, the importance of feeling like community and not feeling alone, because I think that's like the biggest thing. I think as women, you know, we've been, I get messages from women that are asking me about pelvic floor physical therapy and like their discharge and stuff because they're too embarrassed to talk to their own friends about it. And I'm like, that's so crazy to me that like there are women out there that are so uh, embarrassed about things that happen to their body that they don't even want to share it with their friends. So it's like creating that open space to make people feel like they're not alone. Yeah. There's a lot of shame. You know, we have a lot of shame instilled in us by our parents and it's also intergenerational. It comes from years and years of women being treated in a certain way. So, you know, for me growing up in my family of six kids, I was always loud and outspoken and boisterous and I was rewarded for that. So I thought, oh, this is a good thing. And I ran with it. And especially when I realized not everybody was like that, I ran faster with it because I was like, I've got something. Mm-hmm. I've got you know something that's going on here and I'm not scared. So uh, yeah, like you want to empower women to be less afraid. You want to empower women to understand that their their value and their uniqueness, right? Because that's the real ticket is that you have some things that no other person will ever have. And each of us has that, you know, everybody listening to this podcast has qualities and attributes that other people will never have. Yeah. And so it's about harnessing that. And it's not just for women, it's for men, for women, it's for whoever's listening. It's so true. It's so true. Uh, well, I just also want you to know too, that like, again, I'm going to say it, but I feel like you are that person for me. And like, I, you know, I'm sure there are millions of other people that feel that same way about you, but it's like that little nugget that I got from you has carried me a very long way. And I think about it very definitely, if not daily, weekly. So, Oh, well, I just, you know what? That is so meaningful to me. Thank you so much for telling me that story because it really does make me feel good about, you know, about, about you and about me and about life. It just makes me feel good. Well, good. I'm glad. Um, I just, I want to, again, thank you for the time coming on the podcast. It means a lot just because I just, I adore you and I just think you're so awesome. And I think also too, by having these conversations, you know, like I, a lot of people ask me, you know, you're 34 and you know, all my friends are, they're in their twenties. All my friends are getting married and having babies. And like, how did you get through that season of life? And I'm like, you know, sharing about how I went through that season of life and, you know, you're sharing your experiences and how you got through different seasons. And I just think it makes all of us, it does, it makes all of us feel less, less alone. So I just want to thank you for being brave because it's a lot, it's, you make it seem easy and it's not, 
Um, so I really appreciate it. And everybody that's listening, we, um, you can go to chelseahandler.com to get your tickets for the vaccinated and horny tour. Uh, you can also check out her podcast. Is there anything else that you want to plug or tell anybody about before you go? No, that's all good. Everything sounds good. (laughs) Just go to go to the tour, uh, take notes, have some laughs, have a drink and have fun. There we go. There we go. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for the time. I appreciate it. I just love you. And just parting words, do not get the fantasy for her if you're in, in the market for a vibrator. Thank you very much. I will not purchase that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that is you're not welcome. an endorsement. No. Bye. It was so <laughs> nice to meet you. We'll figure out a time for you to come to our show. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, honey. Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. 
With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. How amazing is Chelsea Handler? Very amazing. That was a very good interview, Tanya. Thank you. It's weird doing and without like Becca. But is it freeing in a way? Because you don't have to kind of worry about stepping on each other's toes. You can just have a conversation. Yeah. And it's like I can kind of take it where I want to take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I do feel like she's somebody that I've really admired for a really long time. So I got to kind of like really fangirl. And I, I don't think I like scared her. No, I don't no. think so. I think she seemed genuinely flattered. Yeah. 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 And, but like, she's just, she's done so much and I feel like she, there's so much to learn from that, from her. So that was fun. Cool. Yeah. All right. Ready for some emails? Ready. Ready, Eddie. Here we go. Jen says, my husband has an identical twin brother. Already fascinating to me. But anyway, here we go. My brother-in-law and his wife have been trying to have a baby for over a year now and having difficulties. I just found out I was pregnant last month. When we told our immediate family, everyone was super happy for us, except the twin brother's wife. I get it. She's hurting, and I respect that, until some things changed last week. My husband and his twin talked numerous times throughout the day, and he told my husband that she muted me on all social media, and the plans we had on the 4th of July were canceled because she didn't want to hang out anymore. Before all of this, we used to hang out quite a bit. I'm just saddened that this is happening considering how happy I am to be pregnant. We just found out yesterday she's starting the IVF process. I could be there for her, but she's completely shut me out. Do I reach out to her? Say I'm sorry for the pain she's in. Do I ignore it and act like it doesn't bother me? Do I tell my husband to say something on my behalf? I'm super torn on how to react to this and feel like I have to downplay my excitement for the sake of her feelings. I think I missed a portion of that email. Did She's just trying to get pregnant and she hasn't gotten pregnant. So she's just, there wasn't a pregnancy loss, right? No, she did not mention one. Okay. Um, it's very sad and unfortunate that she's reacting that way because again, it's like, well, I can go back to what Chelsea Handler said. There's room for everyone. You should just be happy that she should be happy that you're pregnant and having a baby and that their family's expanding. But again, you can't control you can't control anybody else. You obviously can't control how people react to things. So it is sad that she's acting this way, but I don't think telling your husband to tell his brother to tell her anything is the way to go. I think you just have to lead with love. And if she wants to mute you, I think she'll come back around. I think she's just 
sad in, in, in her head about her own stuff. I think you just lead with love, keep it, the relationship as good as you can for now. And I think eventually it'll all blow over. Hopefully. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think you should reach out to her. I think she needs her space and yeah. you're the last person she wants to talk to right now. And that's nothing against you. And she would admit that's nothing against you. It's just hard, especially as the months go on and your belly grows, you're going to be even more the last person she wants to see. It's tough because you're leading parallel lives. You're married to identical twin brothers and, and, and why her and why you and all that's going through her head. And it's not healthy and it's not great, but Getting pregnant is such a personal and, and, and crucial thing for some women. And so I just say, give her her space and things will get better in the future. And just hope for her, pray for her, whatever you want to do. When you see her, kill her with kindness and, and just wait for the storm to pass. That's work that she has to do, the, the sister. Right. You know, she, you can't do that work for her. Yeah. It's like one of those things you just, you just can't control other people. The more you try to jump in and like make it better, it's probably going to make it worse. So you just kind of have to like live your life. Don't let it, don't let it like dim your light, like be excited and post photos and whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let it dim your light. Agreed. Totally. A hundred percent. This is, who knows how much, this is your first time being pregnant. That's a wonderful thing. Live it, live it as much as you can. She's meeting you anyway. Live it up. She's not going to see it. Yeah. That felt like strong, strong advice. I think so. Anonymous is next. Let's see if we can go two for two. Last night, my boyfriend of a couple of years broke up with me unexpectedly. Dick. We lived together. We made it through COVID, crammed in a studio apartment, and I thought we had come out stronger on the other side. Turns out, he didn't feel the same way. Worst of all, he said that though he loves me and I'm his best friend, he no longer feels a romantic connection and doesn't think I'm the one. I've told him since our first date that I knew he was the one, and so to say I'm devastated be- doesn't begin to cover it. I'm about to turn 32, and I'm so eager for marriage and kids. I've been dreaming of starting a family for a long time, and I felt with my boyfriend that I'd found my forever person, and we'd take those next steps together. I was living in his apartment and had sold all of my belongings when we moved in together. So now I'm single, living with my mom, and I have no belongings to start my life over with. Tanya, I've been keeping a journal praying for my ex because I truly do want him to find happiness. But how do I recover from this loss of my best friend and the love of my life? How do I rebuild from nothing? Ooh. This is a... Yeah, this is a lot. This is a big one. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack because he broke up with you because he said that the romantic spark isn't there. Yeah. So, like, what the hell does that mean? Are you like the, your sex life's not strong or like what? No, I don't think that's it. I think that COVID was really hard on a lot of people and being crammed with one person inside a studio apartment for a year and a half or whatever it was. I think it changes things when you're just on top of each other all the time. It can be really, really difficult. And I'm wondering if that's what it came to is he just kind of you just kind of get tired of that other person being there all the time. And how can that person be the one, the love of your life, if you're sick of having them around? You know, that's probably what's going through his head. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to put words in his mouth or thoughts in his head, but I think he's going through it. There's part of me that feels like once you guys have some separation, there could be something in the future, but I don't want to give that hope, hope because yeah. that's dangerous. I know. And I think what you really have to, the 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 frame of mind that you have to be in right now is that it is over and that you are starting from nothing, that you don't have any belongings and that you are living like you just have to just kind of really just be in the reality of the situation. 
And so when you're saying, how do you rebuild from nothing? Like you take baby steps, you know, like I think maybe live with your mom for a little bit longer while you save money. So start saving your money so that you can get a studio apartment or something. So you can, you know, get your own place. So it's like, just let's like start small, like really peel it back. I know you say you have all these dreams to start a family and get married, but it's like, let's just like take it back to like, we're crawling right now. So save your money, live with your mom for a little bit, make your goal, your next goal to be to move into a studio apartment so that you have a place to like live on your own, furnish it at a slow pace. I know it's a lot to move into a place by yourself. I did it and I did it slowly, you know, like every month as you get a different paycheck, you put it to a different big thing and you slowly build out your home. While you're doing that, you can be on dating apps. You cannot be on dating apps. You can do calling in the one. You can read other books. Like you could, there are other things that you can do. I just think starting from just like make baby steps and put one foot in front of the other, because right now I think you can get really overwhelmed. I think when relationships end, you almost feel like you're, you saw your life going one way and it's like, that is not a reality anymore. I think that can be such like a shock. And so you just take on so much, but it's like really just kind of step back take it step by step. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And you're going to be better. And who knows? You don't know. He could come back. He could not. But at that point, you're going to be rebuilding your life and you're going to be better because you're going to be smarter and you're not going to give away all your things. You're going to be your own independent person. Yeah. And better for it. We've given this advice a lot in the past, but you got to focus on being the best you. You didn't give mm-hmm. us your name. Easton, give me a first name and, and that'll, we'll, we'll call her that. Her first name is Stephanie. All right. You need to focus on being the best Stephanie you can possibly be. Physically, mentally, whatever that, spiritually, whatever that means to you. Because then if he comes back or if the actual one comes into your life, you are going to be ready and they are going to be blown away by how incredible Stephanie is. So that's, that's it. Be the best you you can possibly be. Did we go two for two? I don't know. I'm like sad. I'm sad. I'm so sorry, Stephanie, that you're hurting. And like, you know, you're going to hurt. You're going to cry. and You're going to feel those things and like let yourself feel those things. But just know that you're so much stronger than that. You know, heartbreak, it breaks you, but it doesn't. It breaks you, but it doesn't. What am I trying to say? It bends you, but it doesn't break you? Yeah, that might be it. Heartbreak. No, it, I don't love that either. No. So it's not heartbreak. It should be heart bend because it bends you. It makes you uncomfortable. It bends you into places and place things that you don't want to be in, but it doesn't break you. Okay. All right. So this is heart bend that she's going through. Yeah, it's heart bend and it sucks and it sucks big time. Maybe get a honey jar. I mean, I don't know, just like do so. No, but like to me, the honey jar and doing that like made me feel good. It made me happy. It made me feel proactive. So it's like just doing things, even if they sound silly to your friends or whoever, like do things that make you happy and make you feel like you're being proactive, you know, like whatever that is. If it's mini golfing every day, you want to be a, you know, golfing champ, go do it. There it is. If you want to binge watch Sex and City from the beginning, do it. Do it. Hey, Grace. Grays. Great idea. If you like, well, I really dove into running. So like when I was going through my mm. breakup, I would just like, I would like go on these runs and I would just, sometimes I wouldn't even listen to music and I would just be in my head about stuff, just like envisioning happy things. 
And I would look down and I'd be like at mile 10. I'm like, who the hell is this girl? Well, good luck, Stephanie. Good luck, Stephanie. Sorry. Sucks. Sucks. Keep us posted, though. I'd like a follow up on this one. Okay. Before we go, I just want to share something really quick, a, a personal victory. Um, Mark was kind enough to invite me to his home for his uh, 50th <laughs> birthday party a couple weeks ago. A personal I victory. Had a, I had a great time. I, I, it was like one of the best. It was the first party I'd been to in well over a year. And goddamn, it was fun. It was really great. It was thank you for coming. It was really one of the best nights ever. And I'll never forget it. It was perfect. It was so, yeah, really, really fun. We played a lot of fun games. It was just a blast. Uh, but all Mark's friends are so funny and so cool. Um, but uh, so throughout the night, I'm like, because we're hanging outside. We're in his beautiful backyard, his well-manicured backyard. And I'm like, Mark, well I'd love manicured. a tour. I love a tour of your home. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we'll see. It's weird, but okay, we'll see. And <laughs> I did not let up. I did not let up. And then like right before the night was winding down, I'm like, I want, I want the tour. And he's like, come on in. I got to see every inch of Mark's home. Yes, that includes his bedroom. I yeah. got to see it all. It was wonderful. And care to report? I cannot. I mean, I know you're expecting people, but like, what, what a clean home. First of all, I cannot. <laughs> well, that's all my wife. We, Mark has these like stark white carpets, like going up his stairs too. And I that's like, impressive. Allison and also like, not shocking. I mean, yeah, like I'm, it's one of those things like, I'm not surprised, but I'm still impressed because uh, like if that was in my home, there'd be barbecue sauces all over the place. You know? <laughs> like it's, it, it's so clean and and like such a cool vibe. And I got to see the closet he used to record in. I know he's oh, in, yeah. iconic. I, Thank the, you. The, the closet. Uh, I know right now you're in a uh, you're in a prison cell in the middle of uh, I'm in, uh, my father-in-law's basement <laughs> in Franklin, Wisconsin. It looks terrifying. <laughs> That is so that is so funny though because that's how Sisney was at Red Star's house when he did the surprise for me. Sisney was the same way. She was like, "Oh, it's a great backyard. What's the house look like?" I was like, "Do you want a tour?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'd love one." And I was like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> I just love seeing how people live. That's all, you know, and I'm looking for them, Spo. Um, and it, it just it brought our friendship to a new level and I really appreciate sure. you opening yeah. up like that. That's so, so funny. Wow. The and you took no photos? Were no. no photos allowed? I'm, I mean, I probably, you know, I probably could have gone live or something. Just yeah, like, like that would have been great but, content for like Facebook, <laughs> Facebook group or something. I, I mean, I didn't want to uh, overstep. You overstep. Know, the fact that I was getting nice. in, I thought was a major accomplishment. So yeah. um, maybe next time. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, just a really fun party. I really appreciate being invited. And thank you so much for bringing me to the place where you sleep. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> of course. Thank you for coming. Thank it was you great. for the report. Appreciate the report back. You know, I got a lot of DMs asking about it, so I feel like responsibility. <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> ten out of ten from Easton. He has a great bedroom. Nice. Would step nice. into again. Would step into again. <laughs> it feels weird podcasting on a Wednesday, but you know what that means. It's without much closer to Monday. No, it's hump day. Oh, oh it is hump day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say doing the podcast after. So I have therapy every Wednesday. Wednesday is like my therapy day. And I do have to say it was definitely interesting because I like cry in therapy. So I was like just finishing that and then came straight in here and I'm like, whoa, what a weird mm. mental shift, you know? Mm hmm. Do you like going into the podcast with your head in that space after being so open? 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I went straight into my vibrator story, but I could have really <laughs> talked about my therapy session because <laughs> I got a lot out of it. Like I'm starting to unravel a lot of things that I think a lot of women can relate to, especially if they're single in their thirties. Well, that's something we could get into next time. Hopefully. Yeah. Why don't we right? tease that for next week? Yeah, yeah we can be. And I talked a little bit about right. it with Chelsea Handler, but it's like, um, I think I, uh, unintentionally built up these walls and these, you know, things while I was dating because the pattern of my life was men show up, they say they love me and then they leave show up. They say they love me and then they leave. And I can't like accept it now. Like I can't accept the love now cause I'm scared that it's just going to be in that same pattern. That may, I mean, I, I totally understand that. And, uh, but I'm happy that you're making some progress in accepting love and <laughs> knowing that you're worthy of love. Yeah. It's weird. It's like so weird. Something to ponder. Yeah. Something to ponder indeed. Something to ponder. Maybe I can help. Maybe I can articulate a little bit more when I sit with it because I like literally just finished my session and then like 10 minutes and then I came in here. So it was like fresh on my mind. I couldn't really digest wow. it. You came in here vibrators blazing though. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was so pissed about it. Um, okay. So, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, we love you so much. We will be back sooner than you think. I know I actually think get a lot of DMs like, where's the new podcast this week? Um, we will be back to regularly scheduled programming next week. We love you. Mark Easton, I love you. Love you. Love you. Ta-ta. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys. 
You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.